0: Log
1: talk radio here at aco radio american communications online or any affiliated stations or websites are not responsible for what guest hosts or call-ins may say all programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only
2: SACIO Radio is for American Communications Online. That's our acronym. And we are presenting for TJ Mars ET Radio, various live performances for educational, informational, entertainment purposes. And today I've got the UFO Association, but I've asked Ben Pelham and Richard T. Knight, both of Georgia, to join me because I'm doing some domains out there that I would like to expand in information, and uh, they're both gentlemen. Now, Ben is 84, and he's joining us again today. He's been with us a couple of weeks now. He's new to our group, our ACO club, and uh, Richard T. Knight is our honorary president of Georgia, and we're going to talk about various topics of interest and You know, prior conspiracies we were all interested in, but they sort of made some laws in America that I'm not really up on, but I know that they don't like us to use that word anymore. But I put it in the – from prior conspiracies to present day, I just added that, findings of followers of our UFO association, and I put CUFOs. Center of UFO Studies out of Illinois, one of the oldest ones, and then Mutual UFO Network, one of the oldest ones. And we've had a bunch of new domains pop up here and there, and Ben's even got one that I believe is called ET is Here. So uh, I'm going to talk to you people about us all helping each other with what we're all trying to do and sharing videos. And is ET here, but it's not politically or scientifically Uh, Probably correct When you talk about Theology and How we do politics And science but you know What There's other subjects out there And E.T. the extraterrestrial Was a film that came Out in 1982 And you know we've learned A lot about ourselves And we like to make stories And Richard Richard and Ben are both storytellers like myself, but we like to base it on our research. And Ben, being 84, has quite a few topics that have interested him in life. Richard's getting up in age. Yeah, we're all elders. He's around 65, give or take. And I'm going to be 70 this year. But, you know, we all have something that we brought to the planet and that is ourselves, but we didn't do it alone. So we study those beings that are born of the womb, meaning we, were, we, we believe the three of us were born of a woman through the womb, and how it affects uh, all of us in the future with AI technology and those that are coming to the planet and even getting married and have been citizens and their AI intelligence. So we're going to have a long way to go from talking about ourselves and how we believe humans are of the UFO association, but we believe alien civilizations exist and that most of the world religions are actually all of the world religions that I've studied. all go back to those off-planet, all the way back to the Dead Sea Scrolls and the Sumerian text. And uh, when they found these scrolls and fired clay tablets that you've heard about from the old days, they were all talking about gods and goddesses and angels. And those words became known in all our world religions. And the El gods, God's father and Jehovah and uh, Jesus and all these other gods from other world religions – but you know what? They all are you immaculate immortals and they all come an- another place. So the UFO association has words like UFOs for unidentified flying objects, UAPs for unidentified anomalous phenomena, and then we go into alienology, the study of aliens, the way that we've seen them whether they're in movies are studied and researched, do they really exist? Have you ever physically Been approached by a gray or a tall white or an insectoid? Are are these just myths, lores, legends we tell ourselves and see in movies and videos and then put them into our dreams? And then maybe they're created by us in our visions, in, in our dream state or lucid dreams. Do we create? As individuals The life that is out there By us simply thinking about it Do we feel it? Do we know it? Do we taste it? Do we touch it? Do we smell it? That's all part of the new beginning We're calling awakened awareness And there's a lot of people out there Speaking about the new Awakened ascension awareness And since 2012 We've been talking about the ascension age So I'm going to go From the beginning to the end of how we have relied on each other for topics of history. But Ben Pelham, being 84, has a lot of history on conspiracy theories that he mentioned, but didn't ask. He asked me, Well, I don't know how far you want to go into those, but those seem to be topics that are a lot of interest. And now Richard T. Knight can help keep us on target but UFO Association and who we are as ufologists so Richard T. Knight I know you're interested in aliens and UFOs like I am and a lot of people are in cosmology alienology phenomenology so why don't you tell people a little bit about how you and I became interested in each other I guess and uh, we also do a Sunday spirituality show, but this is under spirituality, not paranormal today. But it all relates. So I know you're, you're like, what are we going to do today? Because it's so humongous. Universal life teachings, how we project world religions and gods and angels and UFOs on the planet. But Richard, sort of pull it together here, and then we'll ask Ben to add some of the stuff he knows about. I'll mute while you talk. Oh, uh, Richard, you're muted. You're you're on. Can is it on my end? Huh? Richard, are you muted? There you we go. I'm
1: on unmute. You're unmuted now. Yes. Okay. all right. I
2: had to push them. I apologize, to everybody. Did you hear me up to that point, Richard, where I introduced you? Yeah,
1: to some extent.
2: Okay. Oh, I was hearing I you perfectly
1: fine. I just couldn't speak. That's all.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, at least I know everybody heard the introduction and what all today is going to go about all right well i'm going to mute and richard you can start the conversation but ben had a lot of topics and he didn't want to know how far we went because he uh i had asked him to come on about robert david Steele and update us this week on what all he heard about that but also he knows a lot about a lot it's just touching on the subjects and uh uh, so ben you, you may be writing down some key words that you'd like to add if you were Going to leave us tomorrow, Ben, on the UFO association. Some things you think we should know about. But go ahead and introduce yourself, uh, Richard, and then talk a little about Ben. And I will meet once more. Try again.
1: Okay. Anyway, uh, my name is Richard T. Knight. I'm from California originally. I'm a paranormal investigator, a civil criminal investigator. I've been prior federal and state law enforcement. I am a theologian, I've been a private investigator, I've been a personal protection officer, a probation officer, just all kinds of different jobs and so forth. Uh, In the spiritual world, I wear many, many hats. Uh, I believe, of course, in reincarnation. I've had lots of uh, glimpses into past lives and that kind of thing. I am interested in ufology simply because I was abducted by aliens when I was age five. And I believe that they may have gifted me in return uh, the ability to be a savant of languages that lasted about seven years. I wish it had lasted all life long, because then, of course, I'd probably be still working for the UN or something as an interpreter. But anyway, uh, I am a theologian. I'm a philosopher. I'm a poet. I get into all kinds of different things, including metaphys- metaphysics and everything that falls within that Line of experience or line of exploration um, I like I said was abducted when I was five. I met some uh, I really didn't meet them. Uh, they put some kind of tracking device in my nasal passage, which took thirty years to remove, and there were grays, blues, and greens available at the time on some kind of a large spaceship i presume uh, i can I can only say I presume because I really was sucked up into a white light and didn't have, you know, uh, any experience as far as to exactly what I was going into, other than to say it was a very, very huge room that had a lot of other children in it. And they were obviously beings from other spaces because, you know, they didn't look, they looked human, but not quite human. And of course, their skin color was quite different than ours. And then, of course, they beamed me back down to Earth, during which time about two hours had lapsed. And from that point forward, I became a savant, understanding about 14 different languages. Now, of course, later in life, you know, uh, around my teens, I did experience an encounter of the third kind, where I saw a spacecraft that was hovering above the tree line, and they made my car stall out, or took control of my car for the moment, and uh, then, in turn, it appeared they were checking me out or something, and then, boom, they just disappeared by going straight up in the sky. Uh, I also was lured to a group that claimed to be in contact with other alien beings, and uh, they, the alien beings themselves allegedly appeared in New York, uh, held a press conference, and demonstrated to those that were live with cameras and everything that they could walk through walls, physically without damaging the wall or hurting themselves. And then in turn, they physically disappeared in front of the audience. So uh, exactly whether that was smoke and mirrors, who's to say, who's to know. Uh, I do know that they were basically humanoid looking and they had kind of a bluish tinge to their skin. So other than that, I can't tell you a whole lot. But yeah, there's a whole lot of uh, conspiracy theories out there. Um, in regards to, you know, how much of our government has been in contacted or been contacted by aliens, how much uh, information they've been given technology-wise, uh, whether we've been creating, you know, crafts of our own that uh, are able to divide, defy gravity and that kind of thing. Who's to say? Um, like I said, uh, UFOlogy is an extensive field of study, and there are lots of well-known Researchers and so forth, Uh, unfortunately, I don't happen to be one of them, simply because other than those couple of instances, I really have not had any direct experience. Um, But, yes, uh, Ben, we welcome you aboard. And if you would like to share a bit about yourself, background-wise, and then in turn uh, get into conspiracy theories or, you know, uh, of course, unfortunately, uh, the man that passed uh, this past weekend – Mr. Steele, I don't know if you've heard anything further. I think you pretty much concluded the matter other than the fact that we did not know what actually caused his death at that time, I believe. So, Ben, you there?
3: Uh, Yes, I'm here. It's nice to be with you, Richard, and uh, with Teresa and the entire audience. Uh, It's nice to be back. Uh, After hearing uh, your credentials, (laughs) Richard, I don't uh, have very much to offer. <laughs> I was a uh, runaway kid and, uh, uh, along the way and uh, a skate boy and, and uh, joined the Navy when I was about 17 years old and uh, ended up retiring in 1976. Uh, Through my life, I've uh, played in some uh, bluegrass uh, music bands and I have taught banjo and guitar, and I went through real estate school in uh, Pensacola, Florida, some years back. So I've got kind of a varied background, uh, nothing spectacular. As far as um, uh, Mr. Steele is concerned, uh, I have
0: heard some comments
3: from people that that uh, that collect uh, intel and whatnot, and... Uh, Uh, one, I'm trying to think which one it was, Uh, Michael Jacob, for instance, uh, has some reservations as to whether Mr. Steele uh, is actually dead. And I don't know if that has to, if if they've asked him just to disappear for a while or what. But uh, from what, listening to some of the reports, it's not certain that he is dead. They may want the public to know that. And uh, that's all I, I have on that.
1: Well, that's a certain, other, certainly an opposite text, you know.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I. Uh, it does seem rather mysterious to me, and uh, and whatnot. But with all that's going on right now, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if he if if they didn't just uh, want the world to think he was dead, or want the cabal to think he's dead. Uh, I think we'll find out, and not too too far down the line. But it's still, in the end, it's still possible that he that he is dead.
1: Regarding oh
3: the, uh, Regarding the conspiracies, <laughs> my uh, my goodness, uh, I've lived uh, a long time, and when I was a, a little boy, uh, I asked my mother uh, in North Georgia. Uh, northeast of Chatsworth, Georgia. We lived pretty close to Cahuta Mountain there. And uh, we're standing in the yard and looking at the mountain, and I asked Mother about my uh, grandpa and his last name and perhaps a little bit about where he lived and whatnot. And uh, my mother planted something in my mind at that time that that set me on a lifetime chase, She's told me uh, my name, of course, is Pelham Ben Pelham, and uh, she says uh, your name is not really Pelham. Uh, says your grandfather, his daddy was a uh, a Fain F A I N, and he was a lawyer. And so I said, okay, that's fine. And he said, uh, your your uh, grandma. Uh, Martha Pelham that married my grandpa, grandpa her brother was uh, hanged. I had a public hanging for him uh, in uh, Morganton, Georgia. She did, at the time didn't know where it was. She just said it happened. So in fast forwarding uh, as I went along and got grown and off in the Navy and whatnot, I uh, became very curious about that. And I started uh, doing research about it. And she told me one other thing that I'll, uh, we can't get into all of it today, but I'll give you one more thing that she said. She went on to say that uh, Edmund Green was his name. That's my great uncle, Edmund Green. She said, uh, when they hanged him, the rope broke twice. And I thought, hmm, that's, that's interesting. And then many, many, many years later, as I started uh, researching it, uh, I discovered that the rope did break, but only once, and his body uh, fell to the ground, and uh, he lay there unconscious for about 45 minutes. The, the attending doctor uh, finally got him back awake again, and the sheriff uh, there at the time didn't know how to proceed. So he either went or sent somebody to a nearby city called Blue Ridge, Georgia, and asked him to send a telegram to Judge Gober in Atlanta, the uh, circuit judge, and asked for instructions on how to proceed. And uh, so in the meantime, uh, while all of that's happening, uh, like I said, the doctors got got uh, my great uncle back awake, and and he asked them. He said, "Are, are y'all trying to hang me?" <laughs> and they said, "Yes, you know, that's what we're trying to do." And so, it, they uh, they told him that, and then finally they they came back, and uh, the story goes, uh, the, the written story goes, he was very obedient, very meek. And uh, to everything he wanted, he would do. And prior to his hanging, I left that out, but prior to his hanging, he actually helped them sing a, a song. And uh, he joined in the singing. He had two or three or four people there to sing it. And he, he he said another thing that was very, very strange. I was reading the record last night. He said, this is the happiest day of my life. And that... In itself is is really amazing. Uh, this is what really grabs people's attention. Uh, it, uh, there was uh, reported by a newspaper out of Cleveland, the Cleveland Herald newspaper, in 1892 uh, is when all this happened. 1892. They they uh, said that uh, something like 5,000 people were there to witness that hanging from a surrounding. Uh, they came in from from uh, lots of places, surrounding counties, and I'm sure surrounding cities. They that's, they wanted to come there for the public hanging. And now uh, they went ahead and finally put him back up and uh, and hanged him. And that time uh, he, he was dead, but the doctor said his neck was not broken. That he had strangled to death, and I'm kind of throwing things in as I remember him now. When he, the first time they tried to hang him, and he hit the ground, part of that vast crowd, they they came running in over the ropes where they were told us to stay out of. They come running in to check and just uh, you know to see him out of sheer curiosity, and they were kind of out of control. But anyway, they. Uh, They hanged him there and then buried him in the Alicosee Valley, which is east of Cisco, Georgia, and uh, fairly close to the Tennessee line back in the Cahuta Mountains, uh, back in the mountains there. Now, the reason that Edmund was hanged, and uh, Richard, you can stop me when you've heard enough of this, the reason he was hanged, he was uh, implicated in the murder of uh, of a man named W. O. Keener, William O. Keener, a respected farmer in the mountains back there. And uh, with Edmund was his brother, Ansel, which was another brother of my grandma. And uh, my grandfather had married, uh, in his first marriage, he had two sons and one of the one of the sons was named Jacob and and the other was Robert and they went by Jake and Bob those two men along with the the two green boys uh, Ansel and and uh, and Edmund they uh, had uh, they they assassinated uh, Mr. Keener W.O. Keener and they said the reason they assassinated him, that they were, first of all, they said they were all hang, hanging together out in the mountains because of some outstanding warrants for them. So they were kind of laying low in, in the mountains. And they were coming back from a man's house. His name was was uh, John Carter. And as a, uh, in the court record, that John Carter turned out be my actual grandpa before he changed his name to uh, to Pelham for his last name, so they were coming back from from his house and they saw William O Keener in a uh, working in a hay field and uh, the, the story as recorded says that the, the two Carter boys, my half great uncles on my grandpa's side, said uh, we this is our chance to kill him. And you, they said something to the effect paraphrasing. You know that that he said he was going to uh, report us. Uh, and uh, so they, the, what they did, they said, we'll, We will wait until he comes to the spring, and, and then we will ambush him. And uh, that's, after a while, uh, W o. Keener came to the spring. He had his rifle with it he kept a rifle with him because it was pretty good ways from his home and that's when they fired on him the uh... the record says from what i could read in the record that edmund only fired one shot and uh, the brother Ansel had turned state's evidence and told of what happened and he he got life in prison imprisonment in atlanta and he died down there while he was there after they shot W. O. Keener, he cursed, cursed them, and then hobbled off around the, around the curve in the mountains there, and fell down back there. And they pursued him. The story goes, and they shot him with his own gun and then their own guns. And one of the stories, reported to the newspaper, said that he was actually cut up into pieces. So it was a really gruesome uh, type assassination, and uh, the story went on to say the reason, the main motivation was that that uh, that William O'Keener was knew about them burning somebody's house, and that he was going to report them, and that's what the the story I got on that. And so, anyways, it was a really ugly mess, and it uh, it was in uh, in. 18 and 90, 18 and 90 when they killed uh, William O'Keener. And uh, so... All two
1: right, years, that's... It, it took that, two years a... later.
3: Uh, I'll cut it short. Two years later, they hanged uh, Edmund there. So that's that's a whole lot to put on the plate. And uh, there's a whole lot more to be said later about the Carter boys. That's an entirely different, different uh, story it leads all the way into Colorado.
0: Okay,
1: oh, Richard.
3: Uh, sorry if I ran too long. Sorry about that.
1: No, no. That's that's certainly some very interesting, colorful um, history in regards to fam- past family and so forth. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, normally... I mean, I, I can only relate to old-timey westerns, you know, that when they would hang a person, basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. when if the rope broke, they were considered innocent, but it was like a divine act yeah. from, from God, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And we watched uh, Roy Rogers and Dale Levins growing up, and buttermilk, and uh, what was Horse Trigger? right? He's stuffed at the LA airport or something like that. I don't know. Somewhere (laughs) up there. But uh, Anyway, I want to go back to this hoax, uh, our uh, conspiracy theorist, Robert David Steele, if you don't mind, because we followed some of his postings, and he was, uh, I was looking at it says, former CIA officer who called COVID a hoax, dies from virus. I'm like, oh my God, look at all the people That covered his story. It's on Yahoo, New York Post, uh, Vice, Comics and Com, Central Quarter. I'm just going down Google, folks. English, The Era, Business Insider, Conservative Radio Host, Annie Maskers. Have died. Oh my God! Mobile Twitter covered Tennessee Holler on Twitter. Robert David Steele. Uh, It's all August 30th, August 31st dates I know this is a week later Like Richard said But we were talking about it The day it died Because uh, uh, Mr. Ben Pelham Broke this story Before any of us even knew it happened uh, Because of the type of uh, I guess network Or YouTube stories Or something But people You've got to realize That network has splintered In cyberspace, but I'm just surprised Biography Daily covered that. How many people? Let's see, radio discussions. Hills reporter, they say wellness guru Buddy dies of COVID. QAnon conspiracist dies of COVID. He was the one that said he made like sort of put COVID as a as a hoax. But it says conspiracy theorist who held Belfast rally called COVID-19 a hoax. Robert David Steele also claimed NASA is operating a child slave colony on Mars. COVID killed CIA spy. He referred to it as a hoax. He's getting a lot of press off of this COVID-19. Kills millionaire ex-spy Robert David Spill, the QAnon movement. He got a lot of credit for QAnon. Why is that? This tour says it ran out of money. But he was in Florida. Did you read anything up on – because Ben broke the story, folks, here before we even knew about it because it was new. So uh, did you read anything? Apparently he died in a hospital in Florida, which I can't really find where he was. I guess he was on tour, uh, on his tour bus. But, Ben, tell us what you do know. Anyway, it reported he died in a hospital in Florida – diagnosed with coronavirus, but tell us what you do know
3: that that's that's about it and my suspicion is and i may may be wrong in all of this i think without the covid uh his criticism of the COVID vaccination is what's driving the story more than anything else that uh <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think you hey. have an interest in him otherwise and, uh, Aww. But I, would, I would i would say that's uh I'm talking about the, the mainstream media, uh, of
2: course. Okay. Uh, you know, he's a, he's, he's a fine man, but he was uh, gaining a lot Marine of prominence. He, he was gaining a yeah, lot of... Yeah, there's a lot of other things about him. It, that's what you would say. There's Like, we're veterans, folks. Ben is a Navy veteran. I'm Navy veteran. And Richard is Army veteran, the reserve. But now, Ben, you... Uh, You know he was a 39-year-old vet from the Marine Corps, but he got enlisted by the CIA, and he was an outed CIA agent, which I thought was a conspiracy theory in itself because when uh, very few agents were allowed to say they ever worked for the CIA for their own, uh, you just don't come out and say that, right? You know what I'm saying? You're not It was like a matter of national security, not to mention your own security. But I noticed maybe the laws have changed or something with the CIA. I wouldn't know, but I guess I should know with national security. But, Ben, (laughs) you know he was a Marine. Do you know anything else about
3: him? Yes, he was a a Marine, and uh, Michael Jaco uh, also said that uh, when he – when he came out and started talking about his own experience in the CIA and whatnot, that they uh, really went after him. They tried to completely ruin him financially and, and other ways. And uh, I'm, I'm assuming that Mr. Steele had some of that same treatment. And so that uh, Michael Jacobs said that when he came out, that they just about busted him all, all together in, in reprisals. Excuse me. They were reprisals were very strongly uh, against Michael Jaco, but uh, apparently he's up and running now and whatnot. The CIA, from from what I'm hearing, is uh, very corrupt, and uh, by and large being completely broken up, absolutely uh, done in. From uh, from what I'm gathering, that it's extremely corrupt and that the uh, FBI is the same thing. You've got people disappeared out of the FBI already like Comey and Strzok and Strzok's girlfriend, Paige and many, many other Brennan, all of these people that, uh, you know, they they would have us believe that they went went for a, a permanent vacation and had not come back. So oh, I, I, I haven't yeah, heard I, that. Yeah, I think i <laughs> A lot of people have been uh, apparently already removed very quietly. Why? Wow. They re- yeah, they're reporting it that it's done through a tribunal, military tribunal, uh, based on an uh, insurrection act signed in uh, 2018, I believe it was, by, by President Trump at the time. And it expired, I think, the 10th of this month, authority they were operating under expired this uh, this month at, on the 10th day I believe it was so they're, they're saying that uh, Comey and uh, uh, Mueller uh, Barr and all these people are complicit with the uh, in a conspiracy actually to uh,
2: working against our country to bring it down Wow, that's a big thing to say Yeah, uh-huh. right. That's it, what I'm hearing. Where do you hear? Is this on the Internet? And,
0: and where yeah, is no. I
2: mean, it, it, Well, the mainstream media is not going to
3: report it because they're in trouble already. Uh, there's even talk that some of them uh, may go dark uh, even as early as this weekend. So yeah, they're why? not going to report that. If you get any news uh, on this whole subject, You've got to go at it. You've got to find it on the web through social media and uh, uh, intel groups that you can find here and there. And then, and then think about what, what they're saying and then try to put it together. So I think uh, what I just told you, I believe it to be true, and I think it will prove to be true.
2: Well, <laughs> I've got to get. In, I've got to wrap. You just said a whole bunch of stuff. I've got to wrap my head around it because I'm still in shock over a week ago with Robert David still dying of COVID in Florida, of all places where I live, because I'm yeah. in Florida. Do you Absolutely. know? Was he in Miami? Was he talking over there close to Trump? Was uh, he with the governor? Was he with anybody important? You don't know anything, and no, I don't know if anybody covered it. a decent story on it. It's just uh, basic stuff. I, they just say, Florida, I can't even find. I mean, where's all the details, folks, and all these? What happened to news? Like, who, what, when, where, why, how, and all that? Where's all that on this death reported? Yet to be confirmed, it just says friends, family, supporters, it's ridiculous, the reporting that's being done. Thank you for red-pilling the masses. Uh, rest in peace, Robert David Steele, exposing the satanic government world and all kind. Now, it, If somebody says Robert David Steele has been murdered and they are tweeting their beliefs on Twitter, that's on <laughs> U.S. Daily News, I'm quoting. And he was. it says celebrity news. Let me see, cause, because he was outed as a CIA agent, he's controlled through celebrity news as well. So you never know who's going to wind up being, you know, a public figure. But uh, he was an author. He was a Marine. And we knew him in the UFO business because Kerry Cassidy, uh, another name in the UFO business, but Kerry uh, Cassidy... Uh, liked Robert David Steele, and they did YouTubes together. Did you ever see any of those with Carrie Cassidy? Uh, I've, I've seen some of her shows, but I,
3: I didn't see uh, one that where Robert Steele was on there with her. But I have yeah. seen some of shows in the it. past, yeah.
0: <clears throat>
2: yeah, let me put in Carrie Cassidy and Robert David Steele. And uh, they talked about ETs and UFOs. He was a big UFO ET fan. Did you know that?
3: Uh, yes, he was. Uh, he had. Uh, I know he asked uh, Michael Jaco to uh, join with him uh, on at a certain place on on tour. And later on, I, I heard Jaco say that that he did uh, join with him someplace. I don't remember where it was, but he did do some work. Uh, in connection with uh, Mr. Steele, that he, uh, I, I think when it's all said and done, there's, there's, I'd say, at least a 50-50 chance that that he's still alive, not dead.
2: Oh, if they report him dead, and they say that about Elvis, too, but
0: yeah. I believe <laughs> Elvis
2: is dead. I believe he's dead, but. Now Robert Davis still interview with Kerry Cassidy regarding the Secret Space program. Now yep. that was in July, but people are reposting it now that he died. So nope, nope, now I found out it's not available. Oh, that's interesting. I hit it. So uh it may or may not be available. So Kerry yep. uh I know Kerry had three strikes and you're out, but uh I know this lady tried to repost it, and they won't let her. So Carrie must have – Carrie Cassidy, because, uh, you know, with YouTube, you have to be careful. And she's an old reporter from back in the day in L.A., Hollywood.
1: And she has
2: lots of time uh, as an interviewer, and at least 20 years. And she's a friend of our friend Richard – Dr. Richard Allen Miller. He likes her. He's been on a few of her shows. I haven't. But uh, Carrie, uh, Tommy, that was with me for years, uh, he and Carrie were friends, and him and Carrie went out to uh, do the UFO, uh, the uh, cattle mutilations, and the uh, alien out in the desert with uh, Tommy Hawksblood and Carrie Cassidy. They were really highly popular and had thousands of listeners, folks. Uh Carrie Cassidy and Tommy Hoxblood Sinisi, the Italian, moved to uh, California and then uh, Hawaii. But Robert David Stills, who we're talking about, uh, apparently on the 29th of August, uh, he was 69 years old. That's my age. So we were the same age. Well, that's yeah. spooky.
0: <laughs>
2: and <laughs> in a hospital in Florida, I happened to live in Florida uh, I call myself an agent, but as an investigative reporter with Society of Professional Journalists, uh, I'm an old lady now, but I wasn't as active in the government as David Steele, but, uh, he, well, he was a Marine, I worked with the Marines in Hawaii, uh, and the intelligence agency was like, uh, you go and you do your job, and but you work for different parts of the government, so I don't know uh A lot of stuff that I suspect doing intelligence work, but I can't really say it. So, folks, that's just the way it is. That's why I was shocked anybody coming out as a CIA agent. So how do you think – well, Ben, you're entitled at 84, and you're working with me apparently today on this radio show. But, you know, UFOs have always had some kind of conspiracy going, but you never saw Robert David Steele – Talking about UFOs or ETs, apparently, right? You haven't seen him on those shows, no, uh, not not, not uh, on that kind of show,
3: of not. I, I used Interesting. to uh, I used to be uh, uh, signed up with his uh, had an account with him for a while, <clears throat> and uh, but I didn't hear anything like that while I was watching him. And,
2: uh, now, who was that other gentleman that was uh, in the UFO business or alien business? Uh, he had a sectoid friend, uh, Robert David Steele. He was English. Carrie Cassidy, Robert David Steele. I know, Richard, you probably don't know who it is either. But uh, what was his name? He was Charlie. like, uh, uh, not Charlie Ward, the other Charlie, guy. Charlie with Charlie Ward. Oh uh, uh,
0: other-
2: he's in the u k uh, oh folks, but you'll think of him in the e p business or the alienology, but they put him in the u f o business, but he was like channeling that he could see insectoids, and he had a a woman insectoid. You know who I'm talking about though, don't you? You can envision him uh let's say uk uh et uh, what was his name et space ufo et ufo space let me see i'm going to put some words in here but the the reason it's important folks is this gentleman died but these people covered him in the in britain Aliens definitely exist. They could be living among us, CNN. Aliens, latest news. Aliens, news pictures. Sparks or Spinks or something with an S. Uh, gosh, what was his name? I'll have to go on uh The reason is, folks, they were on YouTubes, but because the stuff they were saying was so controversial, I think YouTube made them go down including that uk that was a friend of robert david steele's and carrie cassidy's so uh the reason it it should be part of ufo association information Uh uh-oh richard's richard how come you keep muting do you it keeps turning blue on you
1: i have no clue
2: (laughs) i have no no clue. clue all right, I don't either, but I'm not muting you and it goes blue all but it. it's like in my uh thing came on, that's a signal. My uh video it turned orange. Yeah. You know that light on your laptop? So right. somebody's interested in us, uh, but y'all don't have to mute Richard. Richard's the least knows the least amount of <laughs> what we're talking about. At least
1: Richard's to some degree anyway.
2: You're almost an innocent, you know, you're like still going, who are these people picking me up, you know, (laughs) you're like, uh, you know, you're out in the dark there, you know, it's not like Richard's not really adding to the conversation, but uh, anyway, folks, there's a lot of people and uh, conspiracies pretty much started way before 1947, but uh, with our authors, science fiction writers, Philip K. Dick, and... uh, um, Blade Runner with AI and UFOs and ETs It all comes together But gradually these people Around the world started becoming Very well known And creating a clique Included with David uh, Oh what's his name With the reptilian dude David uh, Ben help me out here The other, A lot of UK people Were really big on uh, The word reptilian and they took it to a whole nother level with thinking that, uh, uh, well, it's just ridiculous, but reptilian definitions for our bloodlines as reptilian humanoids. Of course, we all have a reptilian part of our brain, allegedly. They call it that. I don't know if that's good or not, but it's what it is. So reptilian humanoids, uh, reptiles and folklore, fiction, and conspiracy theories. <laughs> Newt Gingrich, but David Ike remember david Ike he he used to talk about uh these women that he said now i've heard two I've heard several stories from David Ike, but David Ike was one of those he even got thrown out he couldn't go back and do spout he he they won't approve him to go to Australia anymore to speak, and he commands a lot of people now William Cooper. Now, I'm going to see how how much you know, Ben. I know I I can forgive Richard because Richard and I haven't had a deep talk, nor have you and I Ben. But, Ben, with you, 84, and I have a little feeling about you, but do you know who William Cooper is? Coming to me, I don't think I know him. Uh, Behold the Pell Horse.
3: I've not looked. uh, I'm not that well read, and I'm relatively a newcomer you know, in, uh, oh, in UFO okay. research and whatnot. So, yeah, it, uh, oh, I'm, okay. old, well, then I'm, I'm pretty getting on up in years, but I've only been doing research in uh, in this area of maybe, what, something like maybe three years, something like that.
2: Oh, excuse me. That's, yeah, that's I assume cause I, you're 84, you I lived it that. like the rest of us. Okay, yeah, no, okay. No. I, I wish
3: I had, and I'm sorry I couldn't contribute <laughs> more to, to your conversation, you know. Uh, my end of it is uh is, is just looking as best i could for extraterrestrial uh complexes on earth and and one that i found on the moon up there and those that's about it on the e t dot com dot uh, com the, there's a whole bunch of uh pictures what i consider to be extraterrestrial many of which are in uh antarctica down there so Okay. I
2: okay. I got you. So you're not up on conspiracies, no, new world order, hidden um, history, I'm, masons, all that. All right, that's I, okay. The that some, could, well, the horse. Yeah. Go I ahead.
3: i heard a little bit about the masons, but I'm, I don't don't know a lot about it. Except I had two brothers that were masons, and then I've heard bits and pieces. That ultimately, uh, well, I probably better not go there. It's uh, their connection, their ultimate connection. So
2: uh, that. Oh, so it's not just what you know, but who you know is what you're saying, right? And you can't really divulge. Well, that's well, right. well, I, don't, this, I, don't, I really don't, want to. On secret.
1: I
3: yeah. don't want to <laughs> offend anybody because the world has lots of masons in it. And, uh, yes, it does.
1: If We got started report,
3: with the masons. Yeah. So, From back uh, in the UK. I, yeah, yeah, it did, yeah. Hmm? I did. So so I really don't know enough around. about it to address it.
2: Okay, that's fair. That's fair reporting. Masons' history, uh, you know, because history and world religions all tie in together with the history of the Freemasonry and the architects of the universe. And no, we don't want to offend anybody. And yes. A lot of secrets do exist in this world and a lot of clubs, and we are one. We're a history club. We're Ace Folk Life. And folks, you can join us if you'd like to join and help us keep this radio show going. It's $5 a month or $5 donation really is what it is. If you've got it, thank you. We don't ask for much. It's only 40 a month to run this station, and I've pretty much kept it going myself. But if you want to contribute, uh, if you like the su- subjects, But the history of Freemasonry is one of them that ties in with the UFO industry and because of the secrets kept by the governments and by the lodges and the grand lodges and the groups, uh, including all the way back to Constantine and when he saw a cross in the sky and took it as a message from Jesus himself. And they wore a red cross on their – a cross on their warring – Fighting as the night Templars, and we move forward from those that built the Egyptian pyramids and the secrets of how that was done. Believe it or not, there's uh, we can talk about how they had – now, Richard can go there easier than I can probably, but resonances of how we moved stones with, uh, like, the horns in Tibet, uh, how we actually had secret codes, And the architects and how they had symbols and handshakes, and they use them in various groups today, and they level up in various levels of celestial, celestial, and celestial, and on up there in various groups and world religions. It's all coming out now. We're all aware that uh, all of this underworld and above world and people of other worlds and Dimensions, universes all go together, and it just depends on who you talk to and how they put it together. So there is, of course, the Scottish Rite, uh, Masonic Lodge, and they have different ones, and they have a museum of Freemasonry. But, you know, uh, we started with Robert David Steele and the CIA, and that's how Ben Pelham came on, and he was coming on to talk a little bit because he had his ET uh ET business and uh it was ET is here i believe uh ET is here hold on you'll have to come in uh, i'm on the radio i'm on the radio yeah uh, a card
0: remember how
2: we did it that one time yeah didn't i give you that card to get in Okay, hold on, my next-door neighbor. Okay, Richard, take over. i got to find a credit card for my next-door neighbor to get those out. But politically, scientific, and theologically how ET is here, because Ben's only been around three years talking about ET, and uh, etishere.com, I guess, and looking at the moon. But, uh, Ben, there's a lot of history of, Our UFO business all the way back to people that were the uh, people before the pyramids. So, Richard, if you want to go there with him, I'm going to mute. I have to help my next-door neighbor because he locked himself out. (laughs) We're going to enable it with a credit card. I have to go do it. He is not able. Don't be
1: saying things like that.
0: Don't be saying things like that.
1: Anyway. Yes, there is a a great deal of history coming forward for thousands and thousands of years. And, of course, you know, there are pictographs and all kinds of different things all around the world uh, that have been, you know, honored and even probably to some degree possibly worshipped as being sacred history in regards to alien contact or possible alien contact or people from the heavens or people from the skies. And then, of course, now, when you get into the occult, yes, there's there's thousands of different groups with all kinds of different histories. Uh, The Masons are a a very large stream of them, them and the Freemasons, of course, which came after them. Um, And a lot of it, you know, uh, I mean, you know, hey, eh, whatever their beliefs, whatever their practices are, more power to them. You know, I mean, I'm not sitting in judgment of anybody in any way. Uh... You know, uh, there's, you know, it's it's declared that, you know, that when you become a 33rd degree Mason, that you have special abilities or your special awareness or something of that nature. And again, I can't give out details because I honestly don't know. Uh, I did run into some Rosicrucians at one time. I did speak to some members of the Golden Dawn, uh, you know, and I've researched a great deal in regards to various groups and so forth. But... When you research it, it's it's one thing that, you know, when you're coming across articles and books or you're reading specific books that are uh, telltale histories that are basically the archived uh, instructions of various lodge members and things of that nature, that's a whole lot different than actually getting it firsthand from someone that actually has lived and participated in it. And so, you know, I don't have that kind of first-hand knowledge in that regard. I have researched it to a large extent. But, uh, you know, for those that I have known, I'm not going to sit here and uh, go into them simply because I respect their privacy, you know, as uh, you do too, Ben. I mean, you know, your brothers that are masons, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't want to, uh, you know, say anything disparaging against them or or indicate, you know, their connection is or anything of that nature. Um, so, anyway... It's all good, and yes, it just adds all kinds of flavor and all kinds of color to our history in all kinds of different aspects. And yes, ufology, there's, there's been all kinds of theories, there's been all kinds of conspiracies alleged in regards to how much our government's been involved or how much our government's been in contact or how much our government's covered up. And of course, most recently, NASA's come out with some things, and then Navy's come out with some things in regards to pilot sightings and that that kind of thing. But uh, it's been an ongoing controversy, and yes, there are a great many researchers in the field that, you know, have allegedly tracked their presence, and it's alleged that some have even had that direct contact with them, and again... You know, this this is, goes to individual experience and it can neither be verified nor disproved simply because unless you were there, you have no way of knowing. Um, so it's just one of them fields that, you know, it, it, it takes a lot of belief or maybe perhaps forming an opinion. Either you believe in extraterrestrials or you don't. It's kind of cut and dry that way. Um and, you know, I personally believe in them simply because I had direct contact with them myself and then in turn you know, I had three or four more instances where it appeared that they were either uh, looking after me, looking in on me or whatever they happened to be doing. Uh, but from that initial contact, no, there were no direct, direct contacts thereafter. But there are lots of people that have had lots of direct contacts. Uh, heck, there was even a whole... A very small town, maybe we're talking maybe 300 people or something like that, so we're talking a very small town that was kind of out of the way. And that whole town supposedly had instances where that town was visited extensively uh, by UFOs and in turn ETs, and uh, they were put under hypnosis. And through hypnosis, they revealed various uh, strange contacts and so forth. And that was, you know, even that story and everything has more or less kind of been covered up or gotten lost in the in the fold of things, you could say. And, I mean, you know, but this, again, this has been ongoing for thousands of years, you know. And who's to say what was what? All we can do is, you know, to a certain extent, go from written content and then, of course, in turn, uh, those situations that have come forward that are more current – you know, because naturally there are those that uh, are still in the field, still very active, and they're still reporting sightings and making recordings of sightings. And, of course, there's been numerous sightings reported all over the world in the last year even. I mean, there's been lots of sightings in Mexico. There's been lots of sightings in London. There's been lots of sightings in, here in the country in Arizona and also in Colorado and uh, several other places, New Mexico, New um, But again, you know, if you're talking about an object that you can't explain because it's making strange uh, wind shifts or making strange flight patterns or so forth in the sky, you can't really uh, determine for a fact exactly what it is, uh, you know, especially at such great distance. Now, you know, if they come far closer, then again, there are many tales, you know, of people being abducted besides myself. Uh, There's thousands of people that have been abducted. Uh, There are also instances where people have found themselves uh, teleported, as it were, from one place in time to another place in time with no memory of how they got there. And just all there's a wide variety of things. And, of course, this had become a very large movement, and it still is, as far as I know. Um, Now, of course, as far as... uh, What you had to say earlier, Ben, in regards to uh, organizations related to our government, uh, I cannot say one way or another because, again, I don't have any direct knowledge. Uh, I would hope that, you know, um, yes, there were a lot of uh, missions than things that the CIA did that were not honorable. Um, This came out in testimony before uh, armed services committees and other other intelligence uh, inquiries, and boards of that nature. Um, I don't know. You know, I would have. I know that corruption exists, unfortunately. You know, and as long as there there's a temptation of being able to get rich with only having to share information, or being able to get rich without having to do a whole lot of anything physically, then yes, there's going to be corruption. But uh, to what extent it is, I don't really know. Anything to share, Ben?
3: Yes, uh, <clears throat> a little bit, uh, Richard. Uh, I definitely believe in uh, UFOs and extraterrestrials. If for no other reason, based on my own research and the documentation that I've uh, put on my two websites, in the uh, ETIsHere.com and uh, PelhamPlanetaryResearch.com, and also the, the person that's just now coming to this. Uh, to investigate into the uh, UFO reality, of course, mutual UFO network uh, MUFON, uh, they can go there to MUFON uh, M-U-F-O-N dot com, and and they can get the, uh, the all of the numbers of the amount of uh, sightings that have been reported around the world. So the, there are huge numbers annually that are reported. Uh, people reporting uh, sightings, so there's a lot going on. Some reports say that that I've seen that that maybe as many as saw, uh, as much as 80 percent, maybe 85 percent of what people are seeing actually uh, belongs to the U.S. or other nations like uh, other developed nations that are uh, into anti-gravity and whatnot. So. That would leave about 10% that uh, from someplace else in the universe, if we're to believe that number. But uh, without any question, I have no doubt in my mind that the uh, extraterrestrial uh, and UFO uh, a subject, the the reality is is uh, is a sure thing in my mind. I have no doubt whatsoever. Uh, anybody can go to the uh, to that uh, lunar complex in the North Polar Area of the Moon and see really good photos of a lunar complex up there, I'm now trying to get uh, somebody to remote view it to see which kind of beings uh, actually are there, who built that, and uh, who, uh, which beings are running it. it uh, I suppose it's not impossible that it, uh, it could be... Uh, uh, the United States or some other country on earth, but uh, I've not been able to confirm that, but the uh, uh, really a good number of photos I have on uh, on those sites uh, that pertain to the earth. there are so many photos uh, especially there in, uh, in in Antarctica that it's uh, it's it's hard to deny it because I'm unable to pick it up using the Google Earth app and working very tediously, uh, very hard, very long, and was able to get those images. There's definitely something there because uh, when you move away, when you're using the, uh, the Google Earth uh, Pro app, when you zoom in, If you move off the water and you you zoom into the snow or you zoom into anything other than water, you won't see what I'm picking up there. So I have to very carefully observe what time of the year it is, what time of the day, and plug that all into the Google Earth Pro and really do some tedious uh, hard work. You can actually acquire these same images down there. So that's a long uh, summation of it, but I definitely, without any doubt, uh, believe it. I think there are an unlimited number of species of races in the universe, and I think we're about to find out. Those listening in your audience, I'd say if they're under 50 years old, they are really going to see a show of all shows that are going to be unveiled in their lifetimes. Back
1: to your Richard. Yeah, most likely I would agree with you. I mean, it's time for everything, you know, the truth to come out, Trying for everything to be revealed once and for all. I mean, I won't, you know, I can understand that there are some things that are done for national security, and not everyone needs to know that. That's fine. That's understandable, you know. Uh, that's done for own protection to some degree. But then, again, there's a lots of information that could be shared That would put to rest a lot of rumors Or put to rest rest once and for all A lot of conspiracy theories and things of that nature You know uh, Just coming clean and being factual about it, you know Um, And yeah, I mean It's kind of uh, very egotistical to presume That we're the only form of life in the entire universe I mean, I'm certain That there's got to be other creatures, regardless of how they may appear or may be designed or, you know, what cultures or civilizations they do or don't have. Um, and, uh, you know, Teresa had made an interesting point earlier in the first dialogue she was having when we first started the show, and that was regards to, you know, do we make these persons up with our uh, imagination you know I mean yes our we can lucid dream we can see all kinds of things in our dreams and that's you know I mean but I would tend to think, think that you know our dreams are more profiled or more elicited towards everyday life and experiences that we have here on the earth and it, it, they would be very rare indeed if in fact you were having experiences off planet you know like say on a spaceship or you traverse to some other planet and, and encountered uh, other beings of you know different cultures and civilizations that exist in other on other planets in other dimensions in other universes. Um, it's not you see. I, would, I guess the point I'm trying to make is I don't think a person would set about deliberately to have such kind of those kinds of dreams. So it makes you wonder if in fact that the reason they're having those dreams is because possibly they're being influenced by an external source of some kind. Um, and again, you know, you you just uh what could be going on. Uh, I mean, there's mental suggestion, uh, there's telepathy of course, uh, where people can reach out to each other mentally. Um, I've heard tell, of course, that the government's had programs in the past that were designed to help individuals learn how to project their thoughts into other people's minds to get those other people to do certain kinds of things. Uh, to what extent they were successful, I don't really know. But, you know, the mind is a very, very interesting and very unlimited source of information as well as ability. Uh, you know, we, we keep studying the mind and, and we... Have barely scratched the surface in a lot of in a lot of ways. I mean, I think we've mapped out the brain to some extent as to what portion of it controls what various systems in the body and that kind of thing, but we have not mapped the entirety of the mind, of the brain, you know. And exactly what a person is capable of doing or not doing again would be only limited by the person's perception or belief. So, you know, if if you believe that that there are aliens and in your reality you're able to contact them, well then, you know, that's your belief. And whether you whether if being hard pressed you could prove it, like for example, you know, uh telepathically communicate with someone aboard a spacecraft of some kind and they would actually appear with the spacecraft and then in turn land and introduce themselves, that's a whole different reality, you know. Uh, yeah. it's, it's one thing to talk about it. It's one thing to, to believe it, but it's a whole other reality when you start talking about, you know, things, beings actually coming down and landing, so that you know, not just yourself, but hundreds, possibly thousands of other people, seeing them all at the same time. Go ahead. You want to say something? Uh,
3: yes. That's 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 very interesting, uh, Richard. And uh, I know. Uh, Michael Jaco, the ex-CIA and, and Navy Seal, uh, he's been doing uh, <clears throat> getting some uh, regressions by Barbara Lamb, as I understand it. She's a very respected and well-known uh, hypnotist and uh, hip, uh, hypnotherapist, I believe they call it. Uh, she put uh, Jaco under, and uh, a lot of very interesting things came out of that, and uh like I, we talked about in another program, uh, Gaia is going to show some of his story in uh, in segments, and part of it had to do. Uh, he had a connection to uh, Jupiter, and uh, uh, when he was uh, in the secret se- uh, space program, he uh, he was involved uh, uh, in in some fighting in, in Jupiter. And uh, others have come forth in a similar way, uh, like Corey Good, and uh, and I'm trying to think. Uh, Randy Kramer is also another uh, another Secret Space uh, Force uh, soldier that came back and, uh, and and tells his story. And these people didn't know each other, and they were at different ages, but yet they're talking about the same thing. So you can. When you, when you see a lot of people talking about these things. There's also some talk about, well, we all know that uh, I think in 2022 or 24, I guess it is, we're uh, going to send some people up to set up a permanent base uh, on the moon. And so some of the other people that I watch uh, say that there has been a tower. Uh, First of all, I think Dr. uh, Michael Sala and others were reporting that the the Mars Germans, uh, who have a grip on Mars and uh, also on uh, on Ceres, the little dwarf planet, are being displaced, as well as the uh, reptilians that are there also. And that's why it's possible, they're saying, for for uh, Elon Musk and all these people to go ahead and make plans to go to the moon because uh, provision has been made for them to go there. And uh, there's some talk, I think, uh, among them is Megan Rose, and I guess the others that I heard, there's a, there was a tower on the moon that's, that's been uh, operated for,
1: who knows, maybe decades,
3: that broadcast to the Earth. To get in people's minds and uh, and get them thinking, the, uh, get them scatterbrained and uh, and led away from from normal thinking, and they said that tower has now been taken down, completely abolished, and that uh, we've been given permission to go there and whatnot. Doctor Sala is uh, talking a lot about that, and he's also talking about uh, I believe Elon Musk, if I'm pronouncing that right, and two other men (coughs) were uh, reportedly taken up to uh, a meeting uh, near Jupiter that uh, had to do with the, uh, in connection with the Galactic uh, Federation of Worlds. So things, from what I'm seeing, what I'm learning, I think things are about to pop in a lot of different ways. And the cabal that's had its grip on this world, its finance system, for so long, uh, it's it's being uprooted and uh, driven out. And so I think with they're the ones, the cabal that the uh, anti-gravity is secret from the people of of the world, and also the uh, the Tesla, the Tesla inventions were suppressed by these same people that used to control the banks and the, uh, the oil and, and the financial systems of the world. From what I'm hearing, that's being disassembled and taken down. And I do believe what will follow is uh, uh, a lot more revelation about space and uh, what we can do in space and where we've already been and where we expect to go. Back to you, Richard
1: yeah well, I would tend to agree to some degree you know um there's a lot that's going on that you know who knows you can only uh theorize you know um unless like you say you have exact testimony by a given individual that's had this given experience or what have you and if and so if so uh it is uniquely um strange in a way that, you know, if you're typed in different individuals of different ages with different backgrounds and you're hypnotizing them and then in turn they're recounting various experiences that are very similar in content, then yeah, that would imply that, you know, probably uh, most likely what's being revealed is, is more than likely true simply because people that don't know each other uh, have never been around each other or, you know and are of different age and different backgrounds and possibly even from different locations and environments, um, why would they uh, go out of their way to report the same thing or similar experiences? They wouldn't, of course. So, you know, uh, but of course, you need to have more than just one or two people. You need to have, you know, a 100 or so. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, I think maybe at some future point, maybe there will be some revelations, Mike,
3: I don't think it's that far away uh, either, Richard. I, I think we're getting close right now, just my gut feeling. And, yeah. Uh, I, I do a lot of personal research, and uh, you, you, you form, uh, after a while, you hear so many opinions, and if you get a bunch of them pointing to a certain area, then you can pretty well... You can form an opinion of it yourself, and it doesn't have to be a sure thing, but it gives you an idea where you think things are going. And so I, I, I'm really optimistic. I think uh, the world's going to be uh, really surprised. And, uh, I, I believe in this decade, especially this decade, that they will be astounded by some of the uh, information that's released to the public. Because if you move the cabal out of the way, that's that's uh, control the banking through the Rothschild families and, and other other people that have had their grasp on everything. Get them out of the way, then they don't suppress the technology from the public, and they they've hidden the fact that that we have been uh, in space since the 1940s and the late 30s, I believe, that far back. The Germans. Uh, from many different reports, we're able to get uh, from Antarctica on, on up to the moon and then on out to Mars and then Ceres. You have other people that coming forth talking about these things. There's more than one source talking about it. So it looks like that's way, the way we're headed. I, I have no doubt, absolutely no doubt, that that's where we're headed. We're going into space and... Uh, there was just a report this week I saw it on a newspaper I forget which one it was it it said the air Force is getting ready to uh, to reveal to the public a uh, a, a secret uh, space weapon that they have uh, developed to protect satellites and whatnot and they're trying to they're trying to figure out how much to to keep back from the public but I think we're going to reach the point where they they will start revealing more and more and more and uh, uh, I'm really optimistic I am optimistic we we definitely uh, are headed that way out into the universe back to you
0: Richard
1: well yeah because I mean when you start talking universe and different civilizations and so on and so forth were probably children in their their eyes, you know what I'm saying, as far as where we've gotten technologically wise and otherwise, because, I mean, uh, we've had uh, civilizations in the past that were far more advanced than we are now, and that was in our own history uh, when it comes to Atlantis and Lemuria and a, a few other places. Uh, So, if we were that much more advanced then than we are now, it makes you wonder, had we, you know, gotten to a point where our greed or our um, envy and things of that nature interceded to the extent that those civilizations became, uh, you know, submerged under the sea? Is that what made them fall? Was, you know, that human human greed or human ego and and eccentricity added to the like and and therefore, you know, was the undoing thereof. But, you know, it's kind of hard to imagine, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, we don't have any... I mean, there's been a lot of authors that have written about Atlantis and a few that have written about Muir, Lemuria, and uh, the civilizations they describe, of course are well in advance of where we are now. Uh, the You know, the communication was telepathy and uh, they didn't have to eat or they didn't have to sleep. Um, these kind of things, uh, they lived extensively for a very long period of time. Um, and these, these different facts and points of interest, and uh, they didn't, you know, there was no disharmony, uh, there was no hatred, there was no war, there was uh until eventually i presume uh maybe they became in uh, contact with each other or maybe there was some strife between the two civilizations and that was what led to the downfall of them both i don't really honestly know um you know i do know that that i had lived in atlantis long long time ago um and my role at that time was a healer of some kind and uh But again, you see, when you get these past lives, you get glimpses, basically. And they're shown to you, basically, as personal knowledge. And you don't doubt it because it's like you're sitting in a movie screen and you're seeing this portrayal of, you know, this different culture and different civilization and the different way of going about doing things and that kind of thing. And and you're... you presume that you're in the movie, you know what I'm saying? Either that, or you're seeing all of this unfold as though you were there. So that's the impression that you have. Now, of course, whether that validates that in fact I had a past life there, well, who's to say? You know, um, can can either prove nor disprove it, nor can it be proven or disproven by others. So you know, you
0: can
1: again, it's your easy.
3: own experience for sure, and. Uh... Your, your, uh, your own thoughts about things are as important as the next guy, so I don't well, have sir. any reason at all not to believe your story. No. I have no Teresa,
1: are you, you me. returned? Me? <laughs> I just thought I'd check to see if Teresa had rejoined us or not. Well, no uh, telling how long she was going. been... A- well, no, it's no no telling how long she was going to be gone helping her neighbor or whatever it was she was caught up yeah. in. Regarding oh no, but you
0: talked. About oh, I'm back.
2: It. Yeah, I've been here. We got in yeah. instantly. It didn't take but a second to uh, okay. swipe the card through. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, it only takes about two seconds <laughs> to get in with a credit card. Oh, all right, okay. you shouldn't well, be saying anyway. those kind
1: of things, you know You're not supposed <laughs> to have locks of that nature That can be jimmied no, no, that easily
2: terrible. I know it, I'm so sorry folks Gosh, but that's what service I was asked to provide So, you know, when people lock themselves out Just be Well,
1: diligent we've been all, all over the map
2: <laughs>
1: We've been yeah, all we've over the map
2: minutes. Well, that person so. I was talking about was uh, I found this name Not Charlie Ward It was on uh, let's see Where was it Sparks uh, What was his name Darn it I found it while ago uh, The name because he was considered A uh, good friend of Robert David Steele's Going back to him again uh, Because of the conspiracy theories And what all happened Charlie Ward and uh Carrie Cassidy and David Robert David Steele and hold on and I'll tell you the gentleman I was trying to think if you knew who he was Ben let me put up Carrie's name again because she had him on her show too so Carrie Cassidy used to be the woman that brought all this these conspiracy <laughs> theories and things out uh, let me put Robert David Steele on YouTube on Carrie Cassidy but then uh, the list It was Sparks, Ben Sparks, Jim Sparks. What was his name? Well, now I've got to go to Carrie's. I had it pulled up here for you, Ben, but I wanted you to know because, uh, oh, this is somebody else. That's why I'll have to put Carrie. It was Sparks, I think. Carrie Cassidy. uh, I'll have to pull up her YouTube channel. She put a lot from Project Camelot. But, folks, she used to be the big cheese, uh, her and Linda and, uh before, you know, back in the day. But I'll tell you who it was over in the U.K. that carried a lot of clout during uh, 2020, and before that was uh, – hold on, where is he? Of course, we know – I want you to know about William Tompkins' story, if you don't. William was in the Navy, too, Bill Tompkins. Read his book, folks. That's a good book. But Linda Moulton Howell, study her work, her research. Uh, of course, Linda and Stephen Greer, they've never been fond of each other. But uh, apparently, Bill Wood. I'm still going down her, C- Carrie Cassidy. I follow Jordan Peterson a lot. Uh, she had Fritz Stramberger, Robert O'Dean, which well, I- you felt-
1: you so you mentioned all these names, but what's what content? I mean, you know, what's,
2: what's the USA pertinent history. aspect of it? Well, that's why I'm okay. looking for this one guy, because he was with Robert David Steele. Robert, uh, uh, this gentleman that I'm looking for, now I can't find him, darn it. Uh, very big with Robert David Steele, Charlie Ward's show, because he listens to them uh carries update there it is simon parks uh yes, I'm s-i-m-o-n I'm
0: you know who he's... simon
2: parks is yes
3: uh, i can't uh, hear you,
2: can you hear i can't me now? hear you you have to speak with your your yelling radio voice you have to simon parks and michael Jayco, uh uh yes did shows on uh, 9-5 about Nancy Pelosi, but uh, I know Michael Jaco was actually a latecomer into the business, J-A-C-O, a a, a Marine, but these are people that in the past at events were speakers, folks, and uh, they would get topics on UFO. What do you know about Michael Jaco, Ben, J-A-C-O, because you follow him? I've Never followed him, but I know he was. Uh, 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 didn't he write a book, Michael Jaco? He was friends with David, or maybe not friends with Robert David Steele. I don't know. Maybe they were just speakers on the same topic. What do you know about Michael Jaco?
3: Well, I've heard his story, and I do subscribe to him, and and uh, and I believe I believe him. I, mean, I think he's a, tr- a truthful person. He has written some books. Uh, he, he, I've got one of his books, as a matter of fact, on his uh, un, unleashing uh, intuition that he wrote about uh, it has to do partly with his time. In oh, he the was a Navy
2: still. He wasn't a Marine. He was yeah. in the Navy like you and me, Ben. Yeah, he so was he's Navy. a former, yeah, uh, yeah he, he was Michael the Navy Jacob, Steel. Yeah, born in Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah. He joined the uh, Navy in 78, started his career as a hard hat diver, underwater demolitions, the year lay buds training, 81. So he was in when I was. And uh, people look him up, Brad Olson, who's been on our show. Michael Sala has been on our show. So this show here that you're on, Ben, a lot of people have been on here. But I haven't had Michael Jaco. But, folks, if you're interested The Intuitive Warrior, Lessons from a Navy Seal Unleashed on Your Hidden Potential. So uh, he had a book called The Awakening of a Warrior Past Lives, July 2014, 999, and The Intuitive Warrior. But uh, also uh, Brad Olson has books on esoterics, if anybody's interested. He's been on here. And I support uh, Brad Olson because he's a very in-depth researcher. He's the one that went down to Antarctica with his girlfriend, and uh, anyway, Brad's a really good person, good soul, good uh, journalist, and uh, on esoterics and sacred places. He's out in Oregon and uh, California. Uh, He specializes up in uh, Northern California, and uh, he's done some great books, folks. So a lot of these are authors that are in my author's club. And our Authors Club organization. But Michael Jacob is not in my Authors organization. But, Ben, you should write a book on your history, family history, at least a a Kindle book. But you can use Microsoft Word and just type it up. You seem to be a good typist. I noticed uh, you were sending me a little article, you know, on your family But definitely need to set you up a little free blog on Blogger, B-L-O-G-G-E-R. That's how a lot of people get started, just writing open source and brainstorming. But uh, I've got different books out there, including Knowing Cosmology. I just happened to find it, Knowing Cosmology Ascension Age. But I talk about, you know, the history and how I saw the world becoming more open to psychology and uh, dream state in this time of ascension age where we would accept that alien civilizations exist. And I was asked to help with uh, CUFOs or Center for UFO Studies, not knowing anything about it. But I had two people, J. Allen Heineke with KUFOs and then so allegedly my ex- second great uncle, Senator, Senator Strom Thurmond of South Carolina, the Thurmonds, T-H-U-R-M-O-N-D, my maiden name Ben, asked me what I knew about UFOs. Back in the day when uh, Philip Corso and him were talking about UFOs. So some of the Republicans, as far as I knew, knew about this. And uh, Corso had get was given the original Roswell case. and the pieces they still had in a uh, back in the day we had locked safes, like for draw. And when I was in the government and I worked for the US Navy, In Hawaii, they kept me in a big vault, and inside the vault uh, that we locked up every night, we had uh, files in vaults with uh, secure uh, circle uh, locks. You have to listen to the pins drop. You can't open it with a credit card. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, uh, all right. Thank you, Angela. (laughs) <laughs> I'm on the radio, dark. <laughs> it's a, this is Thursday. We're doing Thursday Richard Knight show. Yes. UFOs and paranormal. Oh uh, God. <laughs> God.
0: Well, folks, we're a family
2: show. What can I say? So, Ben, that was my daughter Angela Richard. You know, she stopped by. I mixed made them some food and she was bringing the pot back so anyway folks uh, you just got to know what it's like here we're all one big family and obviously I don't keep my door locked during the day my kids girls usually like it when they go out and knock the neighbors off and then they can't come in but I guess I've got to learn boundaries when I'm doing radio shows Apparently, it doesn't matter, folks. But this UFO Association, let me tell you, this is nearest to my heart because I started this a long time ago being initiated in by men, okay, that wanted to continue uh, the relationship, apparently with me, because I was an investigator. And I could tell you stories of people that have guided me in the government and the men in black to know things before they happened or to have me situated where I would be part of a project that I didn't even know was going on and apparently wasn't disclosed to the public. So I think this is the type of stuff that Robert David still knew about based on the fact that he was an insider, and he got very politically involved. I think he ran for president or um, some independent thing, and he got very involved, and he got into a little slippery slope there because when you get too far right-wing or left-wing, you can't really do unbiased reporting, and then you slip into an outer band of extremists. And unfortunately, uh, you you can't go too far extreme right or left. You need to be balanced in your interpretation of being open-minded, especially in the UFO industry. So the UFO Association... I was uh, asked by Jalen Heinick, which is I guess you could say he was very open-minded, and so was uh, Stanton T. Friedman, the godfather, the oldest ufologist, because he helped with the Roswell encounters back in the day with Roswell incident, and uh, he was going around and talking to little old ladies in their houses, and that's per him himself told me that. I got to know him based on his history of going out and becoming a speaker, and then he wound up speaking at uh, uh, one in Roswell, and for quite a while there and then they didn't really ask him back too many times, but uh, he got to go around the country and talk at others and International UFO Congress, Richard the one you talked about i you know the International IUFO Congress started by Bob Brown. Now, we know the events and the people, but I've never been to one of the UFO events, neither has Richard. I've, Richard, you and I have been in psychic fairs, but we you haven't either, right? You never went to a UFO event, Richard?
1: No, I've never been to a UFO event.
2: Yeah, Ben, you haven't either because you're just three years in, right? You only got involved in, what, 2018 or 19? When did your uh, UFO quest begin? 2018. Uh, about about three years ago,
3: and roughly it's roughly, and um, I just I just set out to to try to to satisfy myself uh, regarding the reality or the non reality of uh, UFOs and extraterrestrials. Speak up, baby. Speak up, Mister
2: Mister Pelham, so I can hear you. <laughs> You're fading. <laughs> Uh, are you not
3: hearing the? Uh, uh, when you
2: when you say R like that, that came through, but then you fell off again. Yeah, what did you sure do what's... when you said R? You got your speaker on. That works good. Usually.
3: Okay. I, I, I can turn it back on. We'll see
2: how it goes. Okay, I appreciate it. All right, Mostly The speaker's sure. on. It's not much. It's huge on our end. Big difference. I wish you would have had it Are like you that hearing the whole me now, time. Uh, Teresa. A lot better. Yeah, a lot oh. better.
3: All right.
2: You may not can hear you, but we can hear you a lot better when you speak what about like now? that.
3: Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. I've got I'll just I'll just speak into the uh, phone speaker here and then that's that seems to be working. Okay. Okay. Uh
2: a lot better, think, so that's uh, what we should have had you doing. I want you to yeah. go back and listen, and then I want you to listen to this last 22 minutes, and you'll hear a difference.
1: Okay. You understand?
2: If you'll, you'll hear how soft you were the whole yeah. show. Yeah, I'll tell you. And now uh, you're a lot louder.
3: Uh, my voice is not very strong anyway, and I have a, a little bit of a little bit of allergy or something right now also i did want to interject if i could i think uh you you would find michael Jacob very interesting to have on your show and i think he could definitely shed some light on uh on mr Steele. also so he uh he seems to me like him pardon me
2: yeah he I may enter. I don't know if he's doing his own show now, but, you know, some people get too big. I don't know what he's doing now. They don't, I'll see. I've noticed that people, when they first start out, they want to do podcasting and get their name out there with their books. But we'll see how he is because he's got his book, I think, already on uh, Unleashing Intuition Secrets on Audible. So that's good. You know, they get educated of how to market themselves. Then they don't yes. really need other people. So, but we'll uh, see he teaches, how he goes. Uh, he
3: has some courses that he uh, signs people up for on uh, remote viewing and also oh. on uh, remote influencing.
2: <laughs> yeah, that
3: seems quite interesting. And uh, but anyway, uh, he could tell you something about Mister Steele. In the uh, he has uh, YouTube channels. And he, they, you know, the YouTube is uh, censuring people very, very much these days, and and so he, sometimes they'll make make uh, people stay off the channel if if they have three strikes, they make them stay off for a week or two or something like that. So
2: yeah, uh, yeah, he has a. Is Michael Jacob one of those? pardon me i've noticed they don't like remote viewers i've noticed uh, with paul h smith michael jaco anybody that has anything to do with remote viewing for some reason it's like magsc i guess i don't get it but a lot of the well, people that have anything to do with remote viewing have trouble with youtube why is that uh, richard do, it's, can it's, you why is go ahead if you've got a it's a google thing view? and uh I think
3: there's a possibility that Google and uh, all all the big uh, outfits are going to be uh, curbed and maybe go under a different branding, and oh. I, I think that will occur in a matter of months, if not earlier, and there's a really some outlandish censoring going on at, in all of, uh, in in the youtube the uh, formats and whatnot. if you say just the least thing that they don't like they'll they'll knock you out there's a there's a man that, there's a black man that reports black conservative patriots out of San Diego, California and uh, in order for him to just tell the truth uh, he had to he had to put up a uh, a video. On a, on a different website altogether and charge uh, get people to sign up for five bucks a month or something to come over so he could say what he wanted to say and uh, they are
2: they're, <laughs> oh
3: and they also they mess with the uh, they mess with a number of subscribers they they can uh, they can pull subscribers away from you to diminish your standing... And whatnot. So there's some really ugly stuff going on right now, in that regard. Oh.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had no idea. I, I guess yeah. I'm not tuned in to that level of uh, understanding and defense. Uh, well, you're, I, busy. I know you're that... a busy lady, and
3: uh, <laughs> I do a lot of research. Uh, I don't have the other things that you do to to do, and so that's the only reason that I that I'm hearing and learning as much as I can.
2: Well, I appreciate your input. I uh, do know that for a while, uh, uh, Kerry was saying that, and that Sparks, or what did I say that I can't remember his name? My brain won't even let me remember him, but Kerry Cassidy and whoever I told you, that you, Michael Jaco, they all Simon were sticking Parks. together. Yeah. Simon Parks. They were right-wing yeah. conservatives, I think. But, see, Simon was saying he had the CIA behind him. That's what was throwing everybody is they were seeing things happening over in Europe, like we had the CIA, and they were getting firsthand information, and you don't know what to believe. So i listened to them too, but I didn't really take them serious. I guess I'm not as brainwashed right wing maybe (laughs) because I'm a woman. But I don't go there, you know. I just took it as a grain of salt. But I also saw them saying they were going to have to go to BitChute, and they were getting kicked off of YouTube and all that. But mainstream Google, Microsoft has always been my home, and they've always been good to me. Google, Microsoft, YouTube, uh, Facebook, I've never had any trouble at all but then i'm a woman so maybe they let women speak i don't know or maybe i'm if not you, a controversial person
0: <laughs> if you say i, I thought something, i was
2: <laughs> if you say
3: something politically that it that is not pleasing to them then you'll see that
0: i you'll, oh, see, a change. you'll
3: see a change in how they treat you
2: oh i don't do politics that's yeah. what it is. I stay heavy on the paranormal desk. Now. Uh, <laughs> I stay activity. out of their arena. Yeah. yeah, I stay off of that track. I don't want to get yeah. into that because, whew, that's too, like I said, you go too <laughs> right or left and you're going to get into the weeds, you know. So I stay in the middle of the highway or down, <laughs> you know, left or right side. But I try to stay balanced. But, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, I like to get the facts, but both sides, but then I'll come back and form an opinion based on what I've heard. Now, I know a lot of people went to BitChute uh, instead of YouTube. B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E is where yeah. a lot of people go to for the right-wing politics. Uh, and left-wing, uh, now that's Democrats, folks, but, you know, Robert David still claimed to be libertarian. And a lot of people down the middle seemed to be, when they spoke, more right-winged because he was a Trump fan, strong Trump fan. So that, even my sister, a lot of people in Texas, uh, you just got to be careful, even in families, not to mention, because I've seen the politics mess up my UFO industry, unbelievable on Facebook. It went bonkers on Facebook, Uh, people (laughs) You know, going to right or two left and then fighting. These were yeah. friends for years going to the same UFO events. But this was before you came into my life, Mr. Uh, ben Pelham, with your yeah. E.T. is here interest. These are people that for years, you know, they went around, helped market and promote big UFO events with Bob Brown, International UFO Congress, Mutual UFO Network. You know, all the big people and then I was in that in two thousand eight, uh, in Kentucky and we had a big mix up and Captain McDonald took over again, he and his wife and her sister. Now they're back in charge again because there was James Carrion and then we had Jan uh Harzan and he got in a bit of trouble are set up we don't know we don't know either side some people said he really had something to do but we've noticed a lot of people in the ufo industry get attacked uh but we don't know if it's real attacks with sting operations but they say their computers are found with porn but jan apparently got stung on a ufo uh no not ufo it was related to uh underage allegedly this is just what we heard on Facebook, of uh, a sting operation, and this it made national. You know, it made big news all over. So, this is already part of our UFO history now with MUFON, but we downgraded it and just Captain McDonald took over for Mutual UFO Network. Now they've got a beautiful magazine now. It's in full color, glossy paper. They sent me a copy of it because I'm not paying for it now. But, Ben, if you like, you know, to know Mutual UFO Network, they have a beautiful magazine. And I'm just trying to set up a database for people that are in, interested in the UFO business and get their at least domains. Now, you have one, so we'll go ahead and talk. You said ET is here. Is that yours, Ben? So, people, the yes. well, mine's UFO Association, folks, UFOassociation.org. I started it with my husband, Thomas Ray Morris, Stanton T. Friedman, and actually George Filer asked me not to. But etishere.com, is that it, Ben, for you? Yes, that's,
3: that's the one. That's, it's uh, specific to the things I've found on Earth, and uh, they're also posted on uh, a section of Pelham Planetary Research. The biggest thing I've got going on on Pelham... Planetary Research is the uh, the lunar complex in the North Polar area that I have about 15 or 16 really good photos on okay. planetaryresearch.com. And there's another okay. one more thing on there. It's uh, uh, Uranus or Uranus. I'm on it right now. Uh,
2: I'm looking it,
3: at it. Uh, it's a beautiful picture when you go to... It, it on the front page there it shows on uh Pelham, You'll see that combination like lock up on on the pole, that's a south pole that's on that photo. Yes. Really? It, it's the same thing on the other pole of uh, Uranus. What? So Are you Lord serious? only knows it looks
0: like that
2: Pardon me? In the is that a photo you captured from NASA? I took that from a
3: NASA photograph. I wrote I wrote It these looks supports.
2: like a key code. It looks like a lock uh how do you, what how did you make it look like that? Or did NASA okay, make uh, it look like? Uh you'll find out uh
3: for the for your audience that want to, to know exactly how that works, they can go to Ben Pelham channel on the uh, YouTube channel and uh, okay. i put a uh, a little uh, slideshow on there showing exactly what i did to to pull out that photo and uh, okay. i just give you a brief yeah. uh, a brief description here if you look at the poles of uranus look at it carefully you can see there's something under that's being obscured and uh what i did was pull that up really tightly really tightly and uh using the uh, using the uh, i believe it was the i think it was the uh yes the uh, i believe it was the worldwide uh, telescope app or, and pull it up really tightly and uh, then take a screenshot and then take your screenshot and then put it into your photo processor and just simply work with your your saturation and lighting and contrast and you can draw that right out. It'll it'll uncover what's there. And anybody Good can wind. do it. They'll go look at that little short slideshow that I have uh, on the bin okay. telephone. I'm going and to go so there uh, i oh, on one Tellem. other thing. I I contacted the support section for the World Wide Telescope yeah. and asked, them, "Was that was that photo used to make the globe in that app uh, based on a NASA photo?" And they came back in the affirmative and said it was. So, based on what they told me, that is a NASA photo, and I was able to get that image. And so, anybody anybody in your audience can do this. They can go there and do the same thing I did.
2: Wow. On several shows. Now, you were on in August and September, right? August and September of 2021. I'm going to put it right now. I went and made a comment on your YouTube for you. Now, I'm your 42. Second subscriber, Ben, so good for you. Thank you so (laughs) much. Thank you.
0: (laughs) you, I need some subscribers.
2: subscribers. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's good. Thank you. I'm I'm honored to have you. (laughs) Yeah, well, if you're not out there promoting it, folks, and we're working with Richard to get his channel out there because he's done so many radio shows for years, he's going to pull them over, hopefully, for Philosophy from Gwendolyn. But from uh, Janet, he did just hours and hours of talking about his own life so he could get some video books done. And uh, Janet Carolesson of Hawaii offered to help him. So she uh, recorded him for several days and 12 days, I think. And uh, now he's been working with me, helping as like a co-host on Thursdays and Sundays for paranormal and spirituality. And UFO Association, I'd like to build this, Ben, if you have time, and uh, we can do a show, folks. And then Ben also likes Ace Folk Life. Now these are stories of musicians, songwriting, and Ben's a guitar player. And uh, Ben, I'm looking at you. Boy, you look young. When was this, this wasn't twenty twenty one. Is this what you look like, Ben? That's
3: I've got a baby face. <laughs> My goodness, a lot of people do. think I'm younger for some reason, you know.
2: Yeah, you got a baby <laughs> face. You look young. Well, good for you. I'm going to put watch later, and I'll put you on ACI Radio, Teresa J. Mars ACO Club. Uh, you're not in ET contact or UFO, but you should be. But ACO Radio Club, I'll put you there with me and Richard, Richard. Uh, on that and i'll put you usa press conference i'm checking on my youtube channels i've got hundreds of them ben because <laughs> i've been doing this so long but you'll be listed i just can't hear you right now because i got my speaker off but i see you playing says a minute let's see how long it is it's not very long a minute 34 Ben and guitar video so got some press coverage here september 6 2021 He's already got 47 views, good-looking man. Even if he's got a few uh, years on that rubber riding the roads, right, Ben?
0: Yeah, yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: but you know what? Do you still feel young, Ben? Tell us the truth.
3: Yes, uh, I, Does it... I, I feel young in, in my mind. I've, uh, yeah. I have had some uh, residual uh, problems with the... Uh, with the problems with my spine, I have a pretty high level of uh, pain that I've dealt with for decades. Uh, for the most part, though, the uh, good Lord lets me function. And in my, in my, in my mind, I'm still able to, to think quite well and can still work through the computer. And if I want to build a web page, I can do that. So I'm, I'm really blessed in that regard. I'm still quite functional. I do have uh, a little problem with stamina uh, sometimes, uh, with back pain, but I I manage it. Uh, when when the, I always said when when I don't show up to at the pharmacist, if I don't show up, they always send a taxi to get me. I sent all our kids through college. I take so much medicine. <laughs>
0: But, you know, I do what I
3: have to do. We all have to do what we have to
2: do, you know. If it keeps you going, Ben, I'm all for it. As long as you keep going there, I'm (laughs) so impressed. Listen, Richard and I respect you as a human on the planet for sharing who you are. And I'd love to have you back sometime playing the guitar or play like this minute or something. We'll put you on here. (laughs) And uh, as long as I've got your approval, they'll let me put it, you know, you can say on the recording and uh, we'll be more than happy to help you any way we can with, you know, I'd like to have you help promote marketing for uh, Ace folk life society, which are the stories of the Hills and the songwriters and musicians in uh, Georgia even. Uh, But if, I don't know, because of all the events, we don't, Have a lot going on anymore Uh, You know, people getting together Because of COVID-19 20 in 2020 Hindsight 2020 Or 2021 So folks, uh, we've got another wave said Coming through for the winter months So get ready for it And we'll just treat it like the flu The way we've always known Things come and go on this planet We'll watch the weather and we'll watch our health. And people like Ben can live another 20 to 40 years, Ben. Let's see if yeah. we can keep you around to 135 because now <laughs> we're getting to a point where we're going to start replacing our parts, right? Yeah. We'll just put a new ticker in there or a new artery or whatever you need, you know? Yeah. And I'm, my hair's getting thinner. The late uh, man said, gosh, your hair, and he said, your hair's not thin. It's real thick, but each strand is thinner because it used to be I had thick strands. Now they're getting thin. So that just comes with age. But it looks like, uh, Ben, will be more than happy to uh, help you promote. You've got moonshine discussion. So uh, talking about moonshine, a couple of minutes, right?
3: Yeah, did yeah, you the
2: do the com is, uh, is that 2 hours or is that Pardon me? Did you do a, uh you're sitting by a fire is that 2 hours so Is oh, that 2 hours? I
3: see so? that's uh that was uh, a documentary, a docu movie that was uh, made uh, by Raymond Fairchild and his wife Shirley many years ago and oh. uh, they filmed that at up on a mountain in north carolina at a lodge and uh it had uh uh, that was just an excerpt from that they uh they interviewed some of us separately and uh i come from a moonshine uh background in my family and so i went down there and talked with the uh with the uh movie maker and that that's a little excerpt from it there that's uh
2: well, listen, so Ben, you're, you're a singer, songwriter, movie star, and radio host, too, <laughs> getting to be a co-host, getting to be a regular right here with me and Richard. Well, y'all figure it out, Ben, and Richard and I will be here every Thursday, but Ben, if you want to talk paranormal, do your research, learn up some more stuff on Uranus. <laughs> ben, I am not believing this. Richard, you were turned off again. I am not kidding, Richard. I am yeah, not Yeah, now somebody's
1: it. censoring me or something, I guess. Who knows? Yeah. I ain't no telling.
2: I, I look back to say, Richard, it's time to go, and it's blue again. Well, how is that possible? I don't know how, but they are censoring Richard on my show. Interesting Who knows? story. I don't know, but I'm not lying. It keeps going off. Oh goodness! Somebody wants to see. All right, well that's it, folks. Richard, you want to close out and uh, Ben, uh, tell them how to get in touch with you. So help us out, Richard, and mention me too, and then I'll play the music. But go ahead and you and Ben close out.
3: All right, Richard. Uh, they can uh, folks can learn a, a little about me at uh, Ben Pelham uh, YouTube channel, and on Research dot com. And then my other website, etishere.com. I've enjoyed being with the two of you today and your audience, so thank you for that.
1: Sounds great. We appreciate you, Ben. Uh, Of course, you can locate me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, You can find me here on the radio, of course, Uh, for my entire life history that Teresa made mention of earlier. That's AquarianRadio.com. And then, of course, here at uh, TJMorrisETRadio.com, where all of our shows have been archived and recorded. And, of course, if you want to get in touch directly with TJ, it's TJMorrisAgency.com. And she'll be glad to communicate with you there. And uh, you can contact me direct by email at RTNight35 at gmail.com. We appreciate you all listening in. We appreciate your time and attention. And may each and every one of you have a blessed life and a blessed night. And we'll catch you on the flip side on Sunday. Thank you much for joining us. Ciao for now.
0: are made of this Who am I to disagree Travel the world and the seven seas Everybody looking for something Some of them want to use you Some of them want to get used by you Some of them want to abuse you Some of them want to be abused them want to be abused.